6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Boy, oh boy, not the way that the Edmonton Elks wanted to start this season. Uh, More details just released on... The COVID cases on the team, your voice of the Edmonton Elks, Morley Scott, the play-by-play announcer on 630. Chad joining us this afternoon. Hey, Morley. Howdy ho, neighbor. How you doing, Jalen? I'm doing really well. My goodness. Uh, I'm not sure I thought that the number was going to be that big, but nine? Yeah, uh, and uh, that's four more today. So they had five originally, and that's what kind of set the protocols off and closed uh, the stadium up and uh, forced the postponement. And since that all happened, they've had four more test positive today so mm. obviously the bug is in the room right and and i mean it's uh, you have that many guys working in those close quarters once somebody gets it it's going to spread pretty quickly and we've seen that now so since uh, well since they got off the field i guess on thursday nine players have contracted uh, covid 19 and uh they're going to continue to test to, to try and keep it uh, to keep it at nine or, or at least keep track of anyone else who has it. And that's going to take a few days or longer to sort out. So what happens now? I mean, we know the game Thursday's game against the Argos has been postponed. What what happens here? I know they've said rescheduling would be the, the best option, but what happens? Well, they're going to try and uh, work with the Argos and the CFL right now to reschedule it. Chris Preston says that's kind of out of his hands right now as uh, he just spoke with the media just a few moments ago and he talked about the, the fact that the Argos and the league are now kind of looking after the rescheduling part of it right now. The the Elks will get involved in it, I'm sure, at a later date. They are obviously concerned more with what's going on in their dressing room right now than, mm-hmm. than rescheduling the game, but he is confident the game can get rescheduled. In fact, even said there's a possibility that the game could be played in Edmonton, which is... Oh. Uh, kind of strange uh, if you're a Toronto Argonaut fan and, 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 and lose not only lose the game Thursday, but lose the, the rescheduling of the game. But maybe that is because of um, uh, the calendar. I mean, there might not be any dates available moving forward at BMO Field for uh, for the Argos to play that fit into where the league wants to try and reschedule the game. I thought at first, Jalen, that, you know, like we saw in the NFL last year, several games were pushed back a day, two days, three days, right? Uh-huh. I thought maybe that was the case. And I thought maybe uh, if they could get a handle on things, uh, they could probably maybe play on on Monday, maybe Tuesday next week. And I would still give both teams uh, ample time to get ready for the Labor Day games that they both play traditionally, Toronto and Hamilton, and of course Edmonton in Calgary. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen now, especially since the Elks said today that their facility's been closed for seven days now. So it doesn't even look like they're going to be able to get back on the field to practice for seven days. And they'll need a couple of days to, to just get themselves uh, ready for a game as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's a very fluid situation. Uh, all right. Could could this end up be going down as a loss for the Eskimos or for the it Elks? <laughs> yeah, it could. It could, but I don't know. Uh, and, and Chris Preston said he doesn't believe it will and, okay. and that they're not to that point yet. Uh, but if they can't reschedule it, and because it is a breakout on the, uh, on the Elks roster, uh, the Elks would be deemed liable for it, and they would get the forfeit, and that would go down as a one nothing loss for the Elks. So... That would mean that uh, that they would go to one and three, but the, we're still a ways away from that, and okay. I don't think that is going to happen in the next week or so. I think they're going to, as I said, uh, and everybody said right from the get-go, even Commissioner Randy Ambrosi said before the season started, if we have an issue that happens, 
our number one priority is to reschedule the game because there's too much on the line with with you know financially yeah. and for the fans and everything else moving forward to just to just cancel a game. The percentage of the team that has been vaccinated, I find it very interesting that Chris Preston doesn't have the exact number, and he's like kind of you know not not spitting it right out and, and saying yeah, that. I, you, you know, I, I think he's keeping that one under his under his uh, helmet. But uh, what do we know on that front? I'm sure he's got the number. He just uh, I, I believe the league has decided only to share those numbers from the league office. So teams, uh-huh. I believe, aren't allowed to share those numbers. The only thing that Preston would say today is that the last uh, numbers he saw on vaccination, which he, I believe he said was a week and a half ago, was the Elks were the seventh uh, team as far as vaccination uh-huh. goes. So not last, but obviously in the bottom half so uh it's it's still as he did say and, and obviously like most workplaces i mean the majority of people who work there are vaccinated mm. and um and and they're you know just trying to move forward that way what about the uh, labor day game what do, what do we think about that uh, I way too early, I think, to discuss that. Uh, both team, uh, both teams still have, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Stampeders still have a game to play before then. That game is still two weeks away. I think that uh, the league, if they can't get under control in two week, in the two week time period, then for sure the Elks are going to have to have to take a forfeit. So they're going to they're going to on this game. I mean, not on the on the Labor Day, yeah, yeah. Game, but they're they're working towards that. They don't. Uh, it's a little early to, to talk about it, but I don't think that would be an issue. I mean, when you look back. Uh, in in all of pro sports since uh, you know we've we started living in this world, I think only the Vancouver Canucks had an issue where they were off for longer than a week or so, right? And and they you know the majority of their team came down with yeah, the virus. Yeah. That was and that was that was pre-vaccine, right? Um, so I think that I, I don't think that that a football team now could get to that stage with like something like seventy-five percent of the players who have contracted the virus. I don't think it can get that far. So I don't think that this is going to be a, a, a really long situation. Obviously, it's going to be seven days now because the facility's been shut down for seven days. Uh, but moving forward, I think they should be able to get it under control. But this whole thing, as we've learned in the last year and a half, Jayla, and everything changes every day, right? Another update coming in 48 hours. That's what they say. They're going to keep us updated every every 48 hours on, on what the situation is. Uh, players and staff and all those in Tier 1 will be tested daily. Uh, they're in isolation right now. And as, uh, you know, the, negative, the more negative tests they get, the more they can move towards uh-huh. uh, putting a team on the field. Morley Scott checking in this afternoon. Appreciate your time, Morley. Thanks for the update. Anytime, Jed. I'm good to talk to you. Yeah, you too, Morley Scott, uh, the play-by-play announcer for the Edmonton Elks right here on 630 Chad.